Lesbian speaking. Lesbian speaking. Lesbian and she's speaking. Lesbian speaking may contain adult content and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. On today's episode of Lesbian Speaking, I am honored to be joined by my friend Ashley Matthew. You may recognize her from Season 1, First Contact Canada. She's an entrepreneur, author, athlete. She has been a true inspiration to me, and I hope that she gives some inspiration to you in this episode to go out and do the things that you want to do. All of the links are going to be in this episode's bio. Make sure and check them out. Ashley, thank you for sitting down with me today, uh, being on the podcast. I do want to clarify something before we dig in. Uh-oh. The last name. Yeah. I am not from Canada, so I don't speak Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it Matau? No. Uh, so I usually give people two options. You can either okay. do option one, which uh-huh. is Matthew, okay. or you can do option two, which is Metier, which is a French version because my last name is French. Metier. Okay, so that's what I was going for in my very American lazy way of saying things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Accepted. Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, I've been watching your content on TikTok and I feel very inspired. Oh. I, I was so inspired. In fact, I started a podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> Podcasts are super fun. Yes. They're yes, fun. They're a lot of work, but I mean, they're a good time. Yes, definitely. I'm having a good time doing it. And I'm meeting a lot of uh, folks and getting to know people a lot better on a whole different side and dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I notice about you and digging is you, when you say you're an entrepreneur, you are an entrepreneur. Correct. Yes. <laughs> that is me. Yes. You have, uh, you've been on a reality show. Mm-hmm. You have written a book. I have. Yes. You have your own uh, equi- uh, uh, workout equipment business? Yeah, fitness equipment company, yep. Fitness equipment, okay. See, I guess English is hard. It's and- fine. It's hard for me sometimes too. But I've had two coffees today, so my English is mucho bueno today. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, and then you also have what you were, what you were just starting to talk about was Pivot? Yep. Yeah, yes. Pivot's my online lifestyle program. Online lifestyle program. Okay, so yeah. what, what, give, give me a little more uh, detail on that one. So with Pivot, the reason... So I started this a year ago, well, over a year ago, actually. But a year and a half ago, I started my own online program called Pivot. And so for those of you that don't know, I've been in the fitness and health industry for well over 15 years. Been an ath- I was a high-level athlete since the age of 12. Okay. And the one thing that owning gyms, because I also own gyms, um, is that, and coaching athletes and coaching regular people, the main problem with the majority of people that I've seen or coached is the mental game. And this is where Pivot comes in because so many people want to, you know, look better, feel better, and they try crash diets and they overtrain and they do all of these things that they think will get them to like beach body or whatever their goal is aesthetically. But the main problem with this, and just like an athlete, the mindset is a problem. Mm -hmm. So if you are not in 
the right mindset or dealt with things, you're not going to perform at your best. And that's coming from an athlete perspective, like I said earlier, or an everyday perspective, where if you're not dealing with past triggers, traumas, um, you know, stuff that you've pretty much gone through your whole life, those things will sit in your subconscious and you react now as you did before and like kind of like, I don't want to say fight or flight, but you can't stick to a diet or healthy eating because you're constantly triggered by the subconscious. So you keep going back to old ways and you, maybe that's emotional eating, binging, uh, not eating is another one. And the same thing with a workout routine, you get into it and then you fall off because you lack motivation. Well, it's not because you lack motivation because your subconscious is making up your decision. Okay. So pivot is heavily based on mindset so we try and figure out what are your triggers? What are what are the real reasons why you do things? What are the real reasons behind decisions that you make to move forward? And sometimes people just get stuck. Right. Um, so we'll go over that. And then there's a whole week just on nutrition. So we go over the nuts and bolts of nutrition. I try and do it in a very, uh, in a way that is very easily understood. Uh, we go over different methods. Uh, there's another week where we go over programming. So I was also a pro trainer for five years in Canada where I taught courses and certified those wanting to be personal trainers. So there's a week where I actually go over programming. So you can use this for whether you want to go swimming, walking, you're in the gym, whatever. It teaches you ways to progress with whatever right. you're doing for your exercise. Um, and week four is kind of a tie-in week. And there's you do it all at your own pace. So every week, new videos and modules are dripped to you. So you can do it at your own pace. And that was one thing I learned is that obviously not everybody's schedule is the same and not everyone is able to deal with their past traumas or triggers the same. Sometimes it takes you a lot more time to go through stuff. So that's why I put everything on a platform where you can do it at your own pace from your phone, a tablet, computer, whatever you want. All the handouts are on there as well. Um, so you, again, you do it at your own pace, you dig into it, and then you're put into a private Facebook group where everyone that's in the program is in that group. So if you guys have questions or you guys want to talk to each other, everything is in the Facebook group as well. Um, so we've kind of created this really nice community of like-minded individuals, which is also lacking. You can get a trainer all you want, but you know, if you don't have accountability or those other people with you, sometimes right. it can be hard to stay on track. So that's why I brought in the Facebook group so that you can meet other people going through the same kind of journey. Right. So yeah. That's a nutshell version of, of why I started pivot. You know, that's, I mean, that's a, a great idea that you've tackled here. And um, obviously you have a very wide variety of experience in your background physically as well. And mm -hmm. that you've been able to take that and kind of tie everything that you do together to create this platform and this business like you did that really sparks the interest of people who are trying to make changes in their life like that. And you've mm -hmm. um, also translated that over to the messaging that you put out and I, I could imagine that the type, the information that you have on the platform is somewhat similar to what you put out there. It's a lot of uh, inspirational, you can get up and you can do it. And mm -hmm. when it's coming from somebody like you, who literally does that, I think the message breeds that much stronger. And there's right. a, um, a lot of things that you've been saying out there. So let's, let's help, help some folks right now. There we go. So some of the... Some of the things, the philosophy that you have when you wake up in the morning and you're saying, I don't know if I can do it. What do you think to yourself? Um, I 
I don't think that anymore, only because proof is in the pudding and I've done it for the last 10 years. But if you're someone who's waking up and you wake up with immediate, um, you feel really heavy, you feel anxious, you feel anxiety, you feel like you can't do it, kind of like what you just said. Right. I actually put up a video today, funny enough that you even asked me this, and maybe this is why you asked me this, I don't know. But (laughs) what I suggest is a new technique that I kind of came up with the other day, which is... You wake up in the morning, you feel really anxious, you don't really know why, or sometimes you do. You take a piece of paper, you get maybe two or three different colored pens or pencils. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to take a red pen and you're going to write down literally everything that's running through your head. You write it all down, then get a blue pen or a different color, whatever. And then you're going to check off anything on that list that you have zero control over. Okay. None. And then you're going to get a green pen or whatever color, and you're going to check off everything you are in control of. If those blue check marks way outweigh those green ones, you have a problem. Right. So we need to direct your focus on what actually matters in your life that directly affects you and what you can control. Because oftentimes we, you know, we throw all of our energy and our efforts and we see this on the TikTok app where people are throwing energy at stuff that does not remotely directly affect them. Right. Or they're in a tailspin of what if, you know, what if this happens? Well, it hasn't happened. And yes, we should all be prepared in some way or another, but life is full of obstacles. It's a roller coaster, really. And if you're constantly living life in the mindset of always thinking there's an obstacle, you're never going to move forward. And a lot of people think like that. And obviously society has jaded a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I could choose to live my life jaded based on my past, but I choose not to. Instead, I've learned to chalk everything up to a learning lesson. And everything that's happened to me all makes sense to where I am right now. And I choose to look at it that way. And that's how I just keep progressing and doing new stuff. Right. Now, how did you first get into this type of involvement? with within the I don't want to say spiritual but it kind of is a spiritual journey into seeing what it is that you can mentally make things change where did this path begin for you right well it's kind of a mixed bag of nuts really speaking on the lesbian podcast mixed bag of nuts um so I quit my career at 27 I'm 37 so it'll actually be 10 years uh, this October I quit my career. And the first couple of years, I was pretty upset and angry and, you know, going through those kind of emotions. And actually, I should rewind. At the age of 24, uh, I don't actually really talk about a lot of this on TikTok. So anyone that's tuning in, this will be new to you, actually. I don't talk about it a lot, period. But when I was about 24, I thought I was going nuts, like legitimately. Okay. And a friend of mine said, you should go see this guy, Matt Stapley. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? She's like, he's a psychic medium. I'm like, why do I want to go see him? She's like, just go and see him. I'm like, whatever. So, um, make sure I shut this off. Sorry, my phone's going off. I went to go see him and it was my first ever experience with a psychic medium. Blew my mind. The guy had me crying in like five minutes. He immediately picked off my grandfather and a couple of other people that had passed that are really close to me and said things that legitimately no one would ever know except for me. 
Um, so sat with him for 45 minutes. We're actually very close friends now. Um, okay. But long and short of that is, he's like, you're not going crazy. He's like, you are gifted. And I'm like, what? So I saw him a couple more times after that. And everything started to make sense. So since I was 24, the first few years, I was like slowly paying attention to it and working on it. Um, but the last, I would say probably seven years, I've really started to work on my gifts, which allow me to help people, which also makes sense as to why certain people come into my life. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to understand who you are as an individual and you start to accept and acknowledge your past, everything opens up. So for me, I also went through abuse as a child. I went through a lot of other abuse in my workplace, um, in school, in high school, elementary school. And I didn't really realize, but I harbored a lot of animosity and frustration towards people and situations. That's understandable. So the last seven years going through more of that spiritual journey and the intuitive, um, I'm able to do things that I honestly think everybody can do it, but I think I'm just more open to be able to do certain senses. Mm -hmm. So in allowing myself to be open to that and acknowledging the fact that I have these gifts, I can better understand why I went through things, why I responded the way I responded, why I respond the way I do now, which is a huge difference. Um, It just puts things in a different perspective for me. Like a lot of people get tied up with, you know, angry people or upset people. And it's easy to get into that energy with them and Mm -hmm. feel angry yourself, even though you really have no fucking reason to be angry, but it's really easy for us to put ourselves in that energy or take on that energy and respond to it. I don't do that. I look at a person who's upset or in a weird spot or responds negatively towards something. I'm very calm. I don't fire back with the same energy necessarily, unless they really need me to, but I'm able to look at them in a different light and understand that there's certain situations in their life that's going on. That's making them respond to me, deflecting it to me in that way. And especially now, since two years of COVID, there's a lot more people in society that are walking around with a dark cloud over their heads. Right. Yeah. And Some people could say, well, that's their problem and that's their fault. Sure, we can say that. But what if these individuals don't have the tools or the knowledge like I have or some other people have to be able to be within and really start acknowledging these things or being strong enough to acknowledge your triggers and traumas that live in your subconscious? Those are huge things. So I've throughout the spiritual kind of journey and awakening that I've had. I'm able to do these things, which is why I respond different. Um, But I think everybody can. I just think you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to be able to go through that journey. Yeah. And I think that's uh, where you say uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable to go through any Mm -hmm. type of self-awareness journey. Well, who wants to relive a trauma? Exactly. Right. Like no one wants to do that because it brings back all these old feelings and you don't want to relive that. So it's, easier quote-unquote to bury it and leave it there and try and forget about it you're never going to forget about it Mm -hmm. those situations those times are exactly what you need or needed at the time to make you who you are now yeah so that's how i spin it like 
I don't like how there was different types of harassment in my workplace. Mm-hmm. That's why I quit. You know, right. there's that. I don't like how I was abused as a child by a family member. I don't like how I was made fun of in high school and hated school because of that. Like, right. I don't like any of those things, but I acknowledge it. And it makes me who I am now with how I respond to things completely differently and see people in a different light. So it, it shapes us as kind of cliche as it sounds, but your traumas shape you and you have a choice. You either live in that shit and you keep responding, even though you're not even there anymore. Right. Or you move forward from it. You acknowledge it and you're like, okay, that's no longer where I am. Let's move forward. Right. And use it as a learning lesson. Right. Yeah. I was one of those uh, folks who took, the trauma that I'd been through and kind of pocketed and thought I could just continue through life and pretend like it never happened. And, you mm-hmm. know, to, as long as it doesn't happen again, I'll be fine. But I learned that through that took the pandemic for me to learn my own triggers and see that, mm-hmm. Oh, it's still there. It hasn't gone away. Uh, and things were awakened in me and it is, you know, where I'm going through the processes just like that through therapy in order to recognize and see what those problems are and the behaviors that I still continue to allow in my life that I shouldn't. Right. And so it sounds like you're, this is something that you did way before I even thought that <laughs> these are necessary well, steps. Um, so this thing. Yes. Everyone's got one of these fucking things. Wait, it's what is it? I don't get it on my view on my screen here. Oh, this is a phone. Is, oh, the phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I get a so, little tiny screen of you. Right now, but <laughs> oh, shameful! No, I'm kidding. The full so thing this... will be on later. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, this this phone to some mm-hmm. people is a phone. To me, it triggers my anxiety. Yes. Which some people get, some people won't get. I always have it on silent. Always. I do not have a vibration. I do not have a sound. I have nothing that comes off. The only time this, uh, this sucker ever makes noise if I have an alarm. That's it. And about a year ago, I got myself an Apple watch and this was a test because it vibrates mm-hmm. when you get a message. Right. So I know why I'm triggered off of sound and I still sometimes will turn sound on to see how I react to things. Like I test myself mm-hmm. and Sometimes I get triggered, sometimes I don't. So I know it's getting better. But just the sound from it, my phone will trigger me. So we need you need to be aware of that kind of stuff. Or sometimes even a hairstyle. I, you know what? I'm going to go into a story completely fucking left field right now. But Okay. About, sure. Okay. Um, three, no, was it three? No, f- about four years ago, mm-hmm. through therapy. Um, so I had a panic attack for the first time. And I was like, what the fuck? So I called my buddy and I'm like, I need a therapist that understands intuitive people. So I don't seem like a complete wing nut and end up in like a mental health unit. Right. So he gave me a name. She's phenomenal. I love her. And in the first session, I figured out why I would have to leave my house for no reason upset. And it was because my girlfriend at the time, she would wear her hair like my abuser. So subconsciously, my brain is like, I don't like you because of a hairstyle. I didn't know this at the time, but through therapy, the first session, I was like, fuck. 
the hairstyle is the same one as my abuser. So I was looking at my partner at the time, but subconsciously I'm also looking at her as an abuser. Right. So messed up. Um, so I learned obviously a lot by that, but this is the other thing about the in intuition. I'll tie that in is because of the therapy session and obviously the wonderful therapist that I had, she allowed me to use my gifts at the same time. Oh, so okay. she, yeah, she made me do a couple exercises and I was able to visualize everything. And I actually only needed maybe four sessions with her. The fifth session, she was like, why are you here? I'm like, I don't know. I like talking to you. But if you can be within yourself and start developing, I think everyone is intuitive in their own way. You have about seven senses. I think we can all at least unhinge two to three. But if you're able to visualize and start seeing things, you can help yourself a lot more, especially if you're going to therapy and they're asking you the questions and being able to almost like actively meditate with it. Um, you'll find it way more, I think, than and faster too. Mm -hmm. But Do you but yeah. think when folks say they're on a journey to find themselves that this is probably more beneficial type of work than uh, – going out and just going on a trip to Hawaii? Yes and no. I think if you're going to Hawaii and you're meditating with your feet in the water and you're actually there for a purpose, I mean, it okay, can be an expensive yeah. meditation. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I think a lot of people are lost. I made a video that the other day. I think a lot of people lost the definition or just who they are as a person because society has shaped them a certain way. Mm, so yeah. who they are is hidden. Um, so when people say this is the new me and they're all happy, I'm like, nah, it's not the new you. That is you. You've just groomed yourself for society or someone else's standard that that was never you. You were that three-year-old who was happy and pumped all the time. And then when like, you know, like five years old hit, you started being shaped a different way. Right. So I think we all have this calm, fun vibe, all of us do. And I think society is just jaded the large portion of pop the population into something that they're not and why there's so much depression and anxiety these days. I mean, people get a lot of anxiety trying to be themselves mm -hmm. because they don't even know who they are at this point. They've been living this, I don't want to say lie, but this other version of themselves for so many years that they are so uncomfortable with finally being themselves and acting like who they are because outside sources tell them that they shouldn't do that. And, and watching a lot of uh, lives unfold on TikTok, I'm almost thinking that people are more so just living a habit rather than yeah. some version. It's I wake up every day and I just do the same thing I did yesterday right. until they see that they can do something else. So, which is, right. I mean, I was guilty of that myself. I was just, oh, I'll just go to work, go home, go to work, go home. <laughs> That's how a lot of us are conditioned. Like I was conditioned, you know, when I worked, I'll say the federal government, um, when I worked there and I had my career and I, I knew what I had to do, but it's when I quit and put myself into a corner, I literally dropped everything for, for, I used to say I dropped everything for nothing, but now I say I dropped everything for everything. Right. Um, like I moved back into my parents' basement at the age of 27. I literally, we call them the golden handcuffs and I got rid of them. So pension, uh, pension benefits, all that kind of stuff. I threw it away because I didn't give a shit anymore. And it's when you get into that spot where 
you get out of your routine, get out of the habits where all these walls come down and you become so powerful because you're able to see all these different directions that you can go and that you can try, which can be very overwhelming. Right. But you have this freedom. And the first two years when I left, I knew I had all that freedom, but it was like, like I didn't know where to go. So I was just, Mm -hmm. I was trying everything, which was great because I failed at a lot of shit too. (laughs) So I learned a lot of lessons, but once you get into that position where you don't, I'm not saying everyone quit your job and be your own boss, but when you get into a position where you become creative and you come into your skin and you see how much more you can do, you're going to wonder why the hell you stayed so long in a place that made you so miserable. Right. And that was, I was miserable. The last three years of my career, I was fucking miserable. And now 10 years, I'm 10 years entrepreneur and I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I'm helping people. And that was my end game is I want to help people. I don't want to like just bring somebody to a shelter or um, a rehab clinic. Like, you know, they're going to be out again. It's mm-hmm. as horrible as it sounds, but that was the reality. But now I'm able to speak. I mean, do a television show. Like what the hell? Like yeah, write a book to do that. <laughs> right. Um, you know, travel and, and speak and open businesses and design stuff and actually have it manufactured. And like people look at all these companies and like, I wish I could do that. I'm like, well then fuck, go do it. Yeah. Like if someone can, I don't know, this pen, if this company can make a pen, well, then this company can make a pen and everybody can make a pen. But it's like, how do you make this pen better? Right. You know, it's, I think, and it sounds really cliche. Whatever you put your mind to, you can do. I mean, if you're going to put wings on a pig and make it fly, it's going to be tough. But ask Elon Musk. He might be able to help you. But <laughs> realistically, like, He's if you want to start today. <laughs> Oh my God. I, that guy cracks me up so hard. I love him. Um, but yeah, I'm a big advocate of try it. Like just try. There's no harm in trying. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Then just come up with a different plan of action or, or try it or, and not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. I'll say that some people just don't have the wherewithal and having, you know what, having a job, maybe a nine to five is, is exactly what you need. And maybe just have a side hustle. Well, and this doesn't even have to apply to work-related philosophy. What if there's just something you want to... Like, I I got a motorcycle in my late 30s, and I waited that whole time to try just to have it. I mean, I recently sold it because, you know, sad times. But (laughs) my back doesn't like it anymore. (laughs) But, I mean, I did. And it was just one of those things where it's like, you have to do this. Okay, I'm taking all of the excuses and I'm putting them aside and I'm going and doing this different thing. I mean, it's just like starting the podcast. That doesn't necessarily have to be a job, but mm-hmm. yeah, it could be someday. It would be great. Yeah. But anybody who's sitting there listening to this going, I don't want to work for myself. I like hanging out with the people that I hang out with all day. Great. What else yeah. do you want to try? You want to try mm-hmm. cooking something new? Do you want to try traveling? Do you want to try... Yeah. What what in your life do you want to do that you haven't done yet? Right. I think if anyone's listened to that message is don't be afraid to fail. A lot of people yeah. just don't try cuz they're like, "Well, what if I fail?" Well, who gives a shit? Then you tried. Yeah. You showed up. Right. Like you, it, it doesn't matter. Well, just like you said, you didn't succeed the first time, right? 
And there's still stuff today that I'll I'll do that doesn't pan out. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Well, what do I do now? And I just carry on. Right. Right. Like, you just can't harp on it too much. No. Let's take a break to do a little ad time for me. That's right. I have to pay the bills on this podcast. Crazy talk. But guess what? I am setting up some content on my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. If you go and sign up for $5 a month, you're going to get some exclusive sneak peek stuff on me, my everyday life. Uh, the backside of what I do here on the podcast, and you know what, probably just the dog sitting around. Who knows? But go and check it out. It is patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. I mean, here it is. It is barbecue season. And have you been to a barbecue and thought, what are you doing with your meat? Nobody likes to put plain old meat in their mouth. Are you kidding me? You want to spice it up? Get you some Dano seasoning and that will get you some tasty, delicious meat that you really want to put in your mouth. If you want to get some Danos, go to danoseasoning.com forward slash R-E-F forward slash lesbian speaking. Get yours today. Yummy. Have you tried tuckins? Uh, I know what you're thinking, tuckins. No, these are s'mores on a stick. That's right. It's already on a stick. The marshmallow is on the outside. The good stuff is on the inside. Not only is it s'mores, but they have different flavors. You get they have peanut butter. They have cookies and cream. So good. Forget all the mess. Forget all the work. It comes right on the stick. Stick it over the fire. Toast it up and stick it right in your mouth. Go to tuckins.com. I will have the link in this episode's description. If you use discount code LEHEYZIKS, L-E-H-E-Y-E-Z-I-K-S, you will get 20% off your order. You need to try these. These are the perfect thing to take in the backyard, perfect thing to go camping. So yummy, so delicious, and so easy. Get your tuckins today. How do you handle having all, all of these little bits and pieces because you don't have one focused career, mm. right? You dabble. Right. You're a dabbler. I and I kind of get a sense from you that your brain moves really fast all day and that's why you do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like diagnosed ADHD, but I probably should be. Yeah. Um, I am very ADD in a, like I had a meeting two days ago and it was so funny because the boardroom that we were sitting in behind them was these giant windows and across the parking lot was this, I don't even know what the business was, but they had this giant red um, like banner mm-hmm. out front. And I literally just went like squirreled hard. And I'm like, and I just started staring at this red sign. And then the one guy's like, what? And I'm like, I squirreled. I saw a red sign. I'm staring at it. Like, yeah. I'm fucking mental. Yeah, but- I would do the same thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, people laugh at me and I laugh at myself. I think it's hilarious, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't, for me, I don't, some people there is, some people are, but for me, I don't think that I'm meant to just do like one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. And I'm also that kind of college kid. I'm someone that I need to take it apart and put it together to see yeah. how it functions. So I'm a college kid because everything is hand on in college. I would suck at university because everything you just listen and papers and not my cup of tea. So I went to college and for me, 
I always look, I don't look for problems, but if a problem comes to me, I need to figure out how to fix it. Mm. Like I'm weird like that. And my girlfriend laughs at me sometimes because I'm like, no, I can do this. I feel that to my core. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So like with the clubs, I used to have my own studio and then now I'm a multi-club franchise owner with Anytime Fitness. And I love the brand. The brand is amazing. The CEOs, Chuck Runyon, David Mortensen are hilarious. Like they belong on SNL. They're so funny. But like that brand evolves so much that it cranks my gears in a good way because I see them constantly changing things that might not be in a good direction. And I fucking love that so much. And that's why I've been with the company for eight years. So like, I love it. And then, you know, my stealth fit co company, which is the equipment company. Um, I built that company because I hated seeing fitness equipment break. I hated seeing fitness equipment that was just a stupid design that does not match how like the physiology of a human, like you don't move like that. Why would you build this like that? Like, I don't understand. Um, or like cheap Olympic bars. Why would you build an Olympic bar with a 400 pound load with these bolts on the end that will come loose because you're deadlifting? Like I go through the entire thing in my head. So all of our equipment is literally designed based on stuff I hate. Okay. And so I just try to fix it. So like, my Olympic bars are a thousand pound loads, so we don't have to worry about it. And they're cored a certain way on the end so that they don't pop off. And the certain kind of steel we use is a high grade, so it'll last you forever. And even the bearings, like just stupid stuff that people probably are like, what? Like, I'm weird. So that's how <laughs> stealth came about because I just wanted to fix all of the stuff I've seen in the fitness industry and offer a good product. Um, so that's how that came about. And well, pivot came about because I want to help more people. And I, there's only so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. So how do I do that? Well, an online platform. So I built that. Um, I also have a company called slippery Buddha and it's all, so in Canada, cannabis is legal. Mm-hmm. So we pulling say terpenes from a cannabis plant is super hard. But what people don't understand is that terpenes, so like pine, it's called pinene. Um, you can pull those from plants and they have the same chemical structure as the ones of cannabis. So we actually developed herbal tinctures that are terpene infused that work with the herbs to like give them more of a, like, they're pretty crazy. My favorite one's better than Xanax. That's what we called it. And, uh, so people with anxiety or like, they feel really, you know, anxious all the time. You take some of this and you're just going to feel really zen out. Um, but we were able to find a problem with that and make a better product to help people with anxiety or digestive issues, liver issues, that kind of thing. So that's how Slippery Buddha came about. And, um, yeah, so I'm mumbling because it's my ADHD fuck, but I literally just try and find problems and I try and fix them. So that's why I dabble in a lot of different things because I can't just do one thing. Right. And managing it can be tough. If you're not organized. So like I'm literally staring at two whiteboards that I have on my wall. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, a calendar whiteboard, a regular whiteboard, and I just jot everything down because I will forget half of the stuff that comes out of my mouth or in my yes. head. So it's on my whiteboard. Um, I also have a great team of employees and staff, family, I'll call them, um, that obviously help run, you know, the clubs and, and help me in other aspects and, and good business partners that also help. 
So I think the biggest thing, and you know what Elon Musk um, said it as well as um, a few others. There's an article. Where was it? Anyways, I just read an article on why, you know, these people like Elon and them have the same kind of characteristics and it's because they're able to build a team. Yeah. So, and that's kind of where that's, I believe in that like a thousand percent. Yes. If you have a really good team with you, they will help. Everyone carries forward. Everyone moves up together. And I, I'm a big believer in that. That's why I think having good staff and treating them well mm-hmm. will go so far versus hiring and firing all the time, which I yes. see a lot of corporations do that. I don't completely understand why they do that, but performance, I guess. But um, yeah, so having a good team and good people around you is definitely really important when you're fucking going after everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know I've worked for places where the employees were a part of the hiring process. So they would be, you know, interviewing the candidates alongside with the leadership. And I love that because the hiring philosophy with those companies, with those teams was that we're hiring somebody with a personality. So they may have maybe better skills over here, but they're going to match more with the team over here. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I, I currently work for a place who doesn't do that. They, just we have the same people who go in and interview and hire and we may end up getting employees. I mean, we all get along great. Don't get me wrong. However, would the employee have picked this hire? Had it, had it been, you know, and Mm -hmm. how could we develop better if we did have a great team like that? So it sounds like you are very self-aware of how important that team dynamic is. Yeah. And I think it's important too, because these individuals are showing up for work, whether it's full-time or part-time. So for them, it's part of their day. So why not create a healthy, positive environment for them to come to where they enjoy showing up for work? They enjoy being in the environment. And I just hired a new employee for one of my locations. And funny enough, I'd asked all the staff, I'm like, what do you think? And they gave me all their input. And then we brought this individual on. And I I'm not going to lie. In the past, I have hired one or two people that I'm like, I don't know about you, but I did it and it fucking ship sank. So Mm. like live and learn. And I think a hundred percent what you're saying, you know, have the employees and the existing employees kind of help with the decision of hiring, I think is a hundred percent valid. I completely agree with you. Yes. Yes. And that I, you take it outside of the workplace this is what you do with your friends, right? Yep. Yep. You, you have the same, I do or have these things in common or those things not in common that we love to rattle off and get ideas with each other from. And um, we cultivate relationships with that way outside of the workplace. Why wouldn't we want to do that inside the workplace? Right. And that's the thing too, is people wanting, you know, a million friends. Why? Why do you yes. want a million friends? Why don't you have like a small group where, you guys all, like you had just said, like you guys are cultivating stuff together. You guys might not have everything in common, which right. is a good thing. Yeah. And you guys all help each other grow and you're there for each other and it's positive. There's no drama, no negativity. And I think that's important too with it, with who you surround yourself with. You, you are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Um, I remember years ago I heard that quote and I'm like, fuck, that's like 100% right. Like totally true. And that's where... You know, earlier I was talking about you take on negative energy. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine being around those 
the group of friends who was just con- like always drama, always dramatic. Like that's so soul sucking that when you right. leave, it's like you don't even feel fulfilled about the time you just spent with your friends. Right. It's almost like regretful. You're like, ah, fuck, why did I go over? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, there is obviously people who love that and feed off of it. And if that's not your jam, then don't, yeah, don't force yourself to be in those dynamics. And I, yeah, it's, I've had to learn that myself in my mm-hmm. life. Like, why am I so exhausted after spending time with this person? And then I realized it's because they're the direction that they go with the conversation is nowhere that I want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever talked about like, vibrational energy off of people we've ever talked like heard that before i have not but it sounds like it's valid (laughs) so (laughs) this is like intuitive talk with ashley um yes so people can be extremely good for you Mm -hmm. but people can be extremely toxic for you at the same time and if you hear weird noises that's one of my dogs wanting attention. Uh-huh. Um, I hope my mic doesn't pick it up. Um, <laughs> so we all give off an energy. Some people see colors like auras, which is it's kind of like a vibration. We all give off this vibe. You know how sometimes you meet somebody and immediately you're like, immediately no. Like the yes. TikTok sound almost, immediately no. Yeah. That's the vibration you're you're picking up on somebody. And I want people to like acknowledge it so Mm -hmm. when you're out and you you feel really off i want you to actually sit in that and try and pick it apart and try and understand why that vibration or the energy the feeling is so off it's the vibration you're getting from somebody else it's kind of like a magnet where they're not driving together yes that kind of thing so it's hard for me to even explain vibrations like i can feel it and sense it and that's the thing with intuitive abilities like I can live it every day. It's super hard to even explain half of the stuff. Like I don't even understand half the stuff, but um, vibrations will drain you. Someone's energy will drain you. And it can hundred percent also be the discussion where you're like, this is not where I want to go with this, but how negative somebody is directly affects you, even though you might think it doesn't. You're like, Oh, I don't care what they say. No, you should care Mm -hmm. about how close you are to them. Or even through a phone call, because that vibration directly does affect you in many right. ways. So sometimes you feel really tired, you need a nap. That's your energy being drained from that individual. Right. It's a crazy thought, but when you're bored, Google it. <laughs> I also wonder myself when we say that there's negative people. I like we all have had somebody in our life who every time we see them, it's like down on this or down on that. And I almost wonder, is it because they're negative or is it because your energy then is not good for them and they're feeling negativity from you, not purposefully, but you're just not jiving. So Mm -hmm. maybe they're always negative around you, but then they're going 10 feet over to Billy Bob over here and they're having a great old time. Because your energies don't align. So you're super positive and then like take, I'm not negative, but I'll say I'm negative. You start talking to me, I look at you, I immediately will switch into a different gear, yeah. either based off jealousy, based on the fact that you're happy and that you don't want to dive into maybe negative conversations or whatever. So I'll look at you in a in a completely different light versus Bobby, 
who will have that dramatic conversation with me. So now I really like them and I'm completely shifted because now I'm around a like-minded individual who will talk to me in a dramatic fashion, whereas you're very level-headed. And now I look at you with a bit of animosity or jealousy and we don't, we will not see eye to eye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so when you get into the count of friends as well, I think that's mm -hmm. where TikTok has become something that's a, a little bit detrimental when it comes to having that concern because it's the followers list, right? How many followers yeah. do I have? How many followers do I have? And it's, um, I don't look at my follower count. I mean, it's great to have a good number of followers because you know that you're providing entertainment, but I'm not going to compare myself with, let's say, Melissa, right? Yeah. And be like, oh, man, why can't my account be as big as Melissa's? Well, I, I love the people that I'm interacting with, and I wouldn't trade them for the world. So mm -hmm. I would rather, I'm one of those people, I would rather have a small group than to have this big explosion of, of you don't know what you're going to get, you know, what's going to happen, now you have a yeah. guy. I've had a couple times where I've had uh, things go viral for the wrong reason, and I've taken them down because mm. I don't want a certain crowd to show up on my page. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as that sounds. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I like it to, to keep the people with the positive comments and have the fun go lucky what that's, that's what I want my everyday life to be so yeah. when when folks come in and start drama chat then yeah I'm gonna take that down I don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I don't want to have that in my life so that's fair just don't learn how to like fold laundry properly and then you'll never I, be like Melissa anyway I've I've you know, I, suck I don't know if you saw my my duets that I did with her about that I definitely do not have the laundry down pat so same yeah zero yeah. yeah, it's all about the content, who you can help. I always mm -hmm. say, I'm like, don't focus on your numbers. You know, right. if your content helps somebody laugh that day that needed that laugh or help them in some sort of positive way, you'll probably never hear about it. Right. But know that your content is actually helping people, even if they don't say anything. And that to me is the biggest thing. Like, like you're saying, don't worry about your follower count. Don't worry about your view count. I get it. You can, you can make social media lucrative for yourself, but you can't, the lucrative or the financial aspect cannot be the only reason why you're on an app. And you mm -hmm. see a lot of people going after that right. with the, like the daily battles and all of these other things that have money around them. And it's, it's daily. It's, it's crazy to me, but their focus is monetary when it should be in, in my opinion, like my platform is just, I just want to put up content that makes people laugh or helps inspire them in some way, shape or form. And to me, that's, that's my million followers right there. Mm -hmm. I don't have a million, but that's my million is, is just being able to help people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they don't have to be a follower to be helped either. So. Right. You can just yeah. see me in your FYP and be like, cool and scroll on, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that, I, I think that's where, um, I found your messaging that you put out there to be beneficial and inspirational is because there is a, um, there's not just battles, but battles that happen uh, out there. Mm -hmm. And to see that uh, somebody is completely blinders when it comes to that, and I'm still going to focus on my message and I'm not going to be worried about what they're doing. And I'm just going to keep plugging mm -hmm. along like I'm doing. Um, it shows me that you, with your 
multitude of businesses are very capable of just shrugging off everything that's happened. And that's what made me want to reach out and have a conversation with you is because I think so many people can help with your philosophy on how you handle things, you know, and maybe this is yet another side venture that you can have. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) I'll hire you as my assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Life philosophies brought to you by Ashley. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Podcast coming your way. (laughs) It Um, is though. I mean, it is, um, it's really inspiring to see that you have, You've not only taken so many chances and done so many things, but you can tell that you are someone who did have not um, such opportunity earlier in your life and that you were able to take that and turn it around. Like it very much shows in your character mm-hmm. and the risk taking to me, because I am, so, I'm one of those people who's like, I feel like I need security. I feel like I have to have security. And now I've reached a point where I'm like, maybe I should take a little jump. Maybe I should get rid of that safety belt and see what happens, you know? And uh, it's seeing that, you know, you've made it happen. You've made things happen. And yeah, if if, it's not that if you, you can do it, anybody can do it, but it's that if I could do it, anybody can do it type of philosophy. Right. Get your toe wet. Yeah. Just dip, just dip your toe. I'm telling you, like, you know, as a kid, you see like this big puddle and you kind of like touch it with your foot. Mm -hmm. You just touch the puddle. And then you like have that little hop into like the edge of the puddle and you make a little yeah. splash and yeah. then you get cocky and then you just like, you just go for it. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the same thing. Get your toe wet, feel it out and then take a little jump. And yeah. if you like that, I can just go. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. So your um, advice that you would have for someone, I mean, now is we're coming out of a pandemic, right? Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. Cross fingers. Yeah. The world's coming back right now. Um, employers are in a position where they have lots of job availabilities. So mm-hmm. if you want to get back to the nine to five, if you're wanting to get back to working for corporate jobs and working for the man, so to say, the availability is so much out there. Right. Mm-hmm. But what can we do to say, okay, enough of this corporate life. I'm going to try to find my own niche or something to do. What is your um, advice for somebody who's wanting to take those steps? Well, I think if, if someone doesn't have their niche or they don't have, they don't already have that kind of side hustle or they really have no idea. They're stuck Mm -hmm. in the no idea stage. I would say go after one of those jobs that's available Get your nine to five, do your nine to five. And then when you're done at five and you go home, that's the time where you start focusing on the side hustles or trying new things. That's where you, that time frame is where you start to learn a lot about yourself. You don't want to have no job and try to figure it out because you just, your stress will overload you. So go right. get that job. The nine to five after five o'clock, that's the you time. The weekends, that's the you time. And if you're, if that doesn't, if that's not something for you because you're more concerned with hanging out with your friends, you know what? The being an entrepreneur or doing your own thing is probably not for you. I will full on say that because when you're your own boss, you're going to miss birthdays. You're going to miss events. It's just going to happen because you need to take care of shit. 
Now, if you're someone who has found that side hustle, it's your passion, you love it, you could like not even sleep and do it all the time and you've found it, go all in. Go all in, put yourself with people in the same kind of niche, research them, you know, surround yourself with people who own businesses if you can, like do breakfast networking clubs and stuff like that and then really start to put yourself out there, but go all in. If you're someone that is that person, but you're still in the nine to five and you're, you're feeling anxious and a lot of anxiety, I would say might be time soon to put both feet in because you can, uh, I'm actually have a friend right now who's attached to the badge. He's a police officer has been for like 20 years. Um, and I have other friends who were police officers that were attached to the badge. And it's an identity that you develop because you've had the badge for, say, 20, 25 years, maybe even 15. Right. And that's that's all you know. But now you want to leave for whatever reason. But you're so afraid because you're going to give up the paycheck, the benefits, the pension, all that stuff. And you don't know what life is like outside of the badge. You'll never know what it's like unless you take that leap. So anyone that's struggling with it, if you're that nine to five and you don't have it yet, after five o'clock is when you're going to find it. And when you find it and you start hating your job and hate going in because you have so much passion for what you have found, go all in. Yeah. By that time you've done your research. Like I did my research for a couple of years before I finally quit and I didn't have everything planned out and it was just probably one of the scariest moments of my life, but I gained everything in my life. Right. So, and so you have to understand too, it is going to be scary. Yes. You're not going to understand half the shit that comes your way, but that's how you learn. So uh -huh. it is scary, but in my opinion, it's worth it. Right. Yeah. So just like going to school where you are learning and receiving all these tools, these mm -hmm. tools don't necessarily completely prepare you for quote the real world. Absolutely. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen that you don't yep. expect. But the beautiful thing is that you have the power to push through it. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody does. Yep. Absolutely. Even if you don't have support, you got yourself. You know it. I yeah. didn't have and a lot of support. And the people that you're life. hopefully surrounding yourself with. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you that the people you surround yourself with are so fucking important, like I've... I can't say it in any other way. When I didn't have a lot of support when I quit my career, I actually didn't even tell my parents for like two weeks after I did it hmm. because I, people told me I was nuts. They're like, you're fucking crazy for leaving. And I'm like, Meh, whatever. I didn't have a lot of support. I had me and that was it. Yeah. And I had great friends that called me nuts, but they were like, you know what? We're standing beside you. Like, good luck. We're here for you. And you need that. And sometimes yes. you won't have that and you just have yourself and that's fine because yeah. you, at the end of the day, you don't need a whole lot to move forward because you're going to gain so much as you keep going. Right. And that's why they have these networks too. Uh, the breakfast that you're talking about, and we have working women's Wednesdays here and um, yeah. different small business groups and entrepreneur groups. And, and all of that is available because uh, communities recognize that you may not be able to cultivate friendships who are going along the same path that you are. You mm -hmm. can find them here. So yep. for anybody who's out there wanting to take a chance on anything, show up to things. Don't be afraid yep. to do that and meet new people. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ashley, do you have any more 
messages, um, parting wisdom to to leave us with here today? If you can think it, you can do it. That's pretty much it. Think Put it on paper it. and you can think whatever you want to think. You can do it. It's just I like that. finding your path and, and building your path. And be more than happy to comment or answer anybody's questions too. If anyone has questions in the podcast or if they find me on socials yeah. or whatever, I'd be happy to, yeah. to help. Absolutely. I will have Ashley's links available in the episode of the podcast, also up on Instagram. Um, so you can reach out to her. You can reach out to lesbianspeaking at gmail.com and ask any questions I can send over as well. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I, Wicked. I well, thanks for having me on your, on your podcast. Yeah. yeah. I hope everybody has something to walk away from here and be inspired Hopefully. to go do something great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to go hit up patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. On this episode, I want to give a big thank you to new supporters, M, Michelle B, and the Reptiliverse. What a name. Thank you, folks. I appreciate your support. To submit your episode ideas or be a guest on the podcast, email lesbianspeaking at gmail.com. I am on Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash lesbianspeaking. For $3 a month, I will give you a shout out. For $5 a month, you'll get some extra content that no one else gets to see just for you. I am also on Instagram as lesbianspeaking podcast. And let's not forget TikTok lesbian speaking, all things lesbian speaking, all the places.